Hello and welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Yes, this week uh, we do our little review of uh, what happened this football season. Uh, have a chat about working men's clubs. Glassbury uh, tickets going out for my post round and uh, anything else. Also, uh, we'll tell you the gigs coming up this weekend. Right, we're going to kick the show off with Anything by Lewis Paul. to the Glastonbury Calling Podcast with Ian and Jem this week. How you doing, mate? Always great on sunny weather days. Fantastic weather. Welcome, everyone, to a sunny Glastonbury Calling Podcast. I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. Just uh, we have to sort of start off with a bit of sad news. It's really oh. uh, sad news that Watch It has gone this last few days. Um, Watch It Festival such a lovely festival, Mark and Jackie and the team down there, really great team, put on a great event. Uh, sadly, it's gone because the land 
has been sold off and someone else has got it and wants to build houses on it. So that mm. festival with one of the most beautiful views in the West Country is sadly no more. Well, first of all, I'm relieved when you said sad news. I thought someone has left us, so hopefully no, we're no. all still together. But yeah. then also when you then went on to watch it, absolutely gutted by the news because confession time, I never went. Uh, I always have had wonderful conversations with Mark and Jackie, yeah. often had a nice chat with them at the Godney Gathering. And it's an amazing festival. The views certainly look brilliant. And I thought this was going to be my year. Uh, sadly <laughs> not to be. Uh, I think it is a time, though, to celebrate what was achieved and all the music yeah, and all the gigs yeah. that were put on. I noticed that uh, local group Ari Fire are putting out lots of sort of uh, big ups to the Watch It Festival team. Yeah, uh, so it is sad. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. But it's, yeah, but um, a cracking event anyway. And, uh, you know, they, they've, you know, given us all some great memories uh, for those that have been there. And you know what? What springs to mind is the uh, classic Joni Mitchell. So they put up a parking lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. We seem to have lost the thing that as well as obviously we've got to house people, we also have to have culture and heritage and health and yeah. well-being. And if we take everything away, we just le lead our life by existing, not celebrating life when we can. Yeah, but it's another great event that had a, a, a lot of local small acts and gave them a platform sure. on a bigger stage so yeah yeah you know definitely. um and a nice mix as well because they always had some really good headliners as well as the local acts and it was really just another thing to look forward to where we see acts sort of you know in, in glastonbury playing and they're also playing at godney and watch it and the other uh festival i never ever made was uh farm fest uh i am a bit worried though i think um you know give me a bit of counseling here of the bereavement of losing music venues and losing live festivals as well because we are losing a few I i'm worried we might run out and i'm getting a bit anxious about it yeah i know i know um well yeah well we'll just have to we'll just have to see what happens with everything else won't we uh over the time anyway uh you had a good week yeah i think so really busy uh sort of in work wise but it gives it's given me the opportunity to contact a few musicians um we'll come up to what what we're doing this weekend later on uh at the moment largely trying to bring libraries into kind of music festivals at the moment yeah. so you know that's the thing in my in my job so it's really really lovely to link music books reading all together as one Awesome. What about you? What were you? What did you get? Up to? I've been I've been out sent, I've been out delivering everyone's Glastonbury festival tickets. <laughs> they're still <laughs> coming through, are they? <laughs> yeah, they're all <laughs> coming through. It's bonkers, and for some reason they're all rather than just signed for this time, they're all special delivered before one pm. Oh, okay, so you've got a you've got a, it just throws everyone's rounds out. Just like the other day, we had fifty odd between us around some of the houses and you think you've got to go around get them signed for and you know a lot of people aren't in because they're not expecting them before one o'clock and then you got to bring them back and then take them back out the next day but then you know there's a lot of happy happy people when you hoik up with their tickets and you know what what's um i, I goes goes through my mind I, I i love stats and figures and things so mm. if you say that you're really really busy uh Somerset and Europe's biggest festival seems to have a lot of local people going to it. So that's yeah, I exciting, know. isn't it? I know. Yeah. Yeah. 
and a couple of streets that can all it be going to be like like the FA Cup final in, in a small town or something like that when half of the town disappears. I think you know. Um, I won't say which they are in case any burglars are listening to the radio show. But um, yeah, there's there's a few streets out there that are going to be absolutely wiped out of people. I think everyone's going to be out. So, um, uh, well, yeah. well, what we'll do is we'll get uh, the artist known as Bad Manners to go and live in all the houses. So if anyone tries it on, you're going to get some bad manners you giving some you something. Manners. Yeah, hopefully everyone will be looking after each other. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it, it's lovely that the festival has you know the local tickets on on Sunday. And uh, yeah, yeah. it'd be one great. Thing, it'd be great. One thing I can guarantee. I, you know, because I always thought, thought, oh, I wonder if they post them out alphabetically. But being on this end of it, I know I can 100% guarantee they're not sent out alphabetically. So I don't know, I don't know how they do it. Maybe it's by your customer number, the one you've originally signed up with, who the lead booker is, or your order number. I don't know, but it's definitely everyone. Now I remember in the past they were going, oh, someone's getting a their tickets sell mine must be soon because uh, i'm not long in the alphabet after them it doesn't work like that <laughs> i i was very excited to get um our our tickets uh i've never had uh, a ticket from the glashman festival yet which had my name on it so um this year was very exciting so i have mine locked up in a very safe space yeah we had a nice day out at the cricket um that was really good yeah, uh, but come on, you went to the wrong county, so I'm not having this. You, uh, yeah, absconded it, from Somerset and went somewhere, yeah, well, somewhere beginning with G, which wasn't Glastonbury. Yeah, I, I know. Well, put it this way, you know, Somerset need to butt the rat up, act up. For the two of us at Somerset would have cost 70 quid, but the two, two of us at Gloucester cost 30 quid. I mean, that's <laughs> a significant difference. I wouldn't, I couldn't have afforded 70 quid to go and watch a game of cricket, even though I would have loved to have gone and watched and supported Somerset, but there you go. But it was quite good fun, nice family atmosphere, um, you know, plenty plenty, plenty to do. Steel band playing there as well. You'd have liked yeah. that. I would have done, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, and it's, um, I think this is, the current weather is a perfect cricket weather day. I, I think when you've got sunshine, the sound of that ball on a bat and you've got yep. maybe a few beers being sort of drunk in the sun. To totally good place to be. Yeah, and we caught a bit of that. There was a um, women's match on beforehand as well, so we nice. caught some of that as well, which was yeah. really good. Yeah. Well impressed with them. Yeah. Okay, right, let's play some uh, music. Uh, this is a brand-new track by Nigel G. Lowndes, and it's called Honour Your Offer. You know I'm trying to be good Do all the things I know I should Bad habits made a home inside My version of the great divide You know I'm trying to be good You know I'm trying to be a man Earn the respect of my adult clan But my kid won't leave me alone Think I'm juvenile to the bone You know I'm trying to be a man But then your look says Honey, you're offer 
You know I've seen that face before Honey, you're a fool You'll be walking at the door You know I'm trying to be all there Show you that I really care Lost inside a foolish dream Always coming in between You know I'm trying to be all there Don't wanna break any promises Don't wanna let you down Don't wanna be a sad excuse Don't wanna be that clown I wanna be all the things that you think I could But on my way to saintliness Might have to be bad before I'm good But then your look says, honor your offer you know I've seen that face before Honor your offer You'll be walking at the door You know I'm trying to be good Do all the things I know I should Bad habits made a home inside My vision of the great divide You know I'm trying I'm trying to be
Those Eyes Can't Lie to Me by Ruben's Daughters. Um, yes, yeah, so um, anyone not interested in football, you can skip forward five minutes now onto the next uh, track, which will be Daffodils by Lost Trades. Um, we usually have a, a little roundup of the football season this year. Uh, I know your team didn't do, do so well, Chelsea. You've been listening to the Glastonbury Calling podcast <laughs> with me and Ian, and you can look away now. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, Man City won the league again. Uh, it's been it's been quite a quite an interesting season, hasn't it? Quite a fun season. Arsenal had a go this year. Well, they well they were. The, I think it's been lots of lo- lovely surprises. You know, I, I I think for me the highlight was Not- Nottingham Forest escaping relegation. I love that. Oh, yeah. And and Everton. I didn't really want Everton to go down. Uh, but every team virtually apart from Man City has done differently to what you would have thought and i think that's exciting really so it's been a good season for the neutral yeah it's nice to see some of the smaller sides finishing above the the bigger sides as well like um um brighton brentford um who are now the biggest brentford are the biggest team in west london aren't they now uh (laughs) well (laughs) if you're gonna go on one season out of the last 25 um, maybe but you know it it depends if you're fair weathered or not one season (laughs) i i remember being in division two what was now the championships uh, the championship so i think it's just what it is but i also think what's so lovely about football isn't it about how you get countries around the world that may have uh really ethical uh, ways of governing, taking over football clubs in this country, don't you think? You know, having equality yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. open to all nationalities, not a lot of money coming in. All the money is coming in from ethical resources. That's what makes the Premiership special, isn't it? <laughs> I'm giving up on it. No, uh, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. Chelsea's backed by big investment bankers, aren't they? Now, oh, I don't know. It's venture capitalists and also mm-hmm. whatever his name, Toddy Toddy Sweeney. I'm going to call him uh, a US uh, 
group who kind of really knows as much about football. Well, he doesn't know very much about football. He knows a lot about soccer, though. Oh, he knows so much about soccer. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I think it, uh, I, I must. We were talking oh a while back uh, about sort of local football, and everyone knows that you're a massive Swindon supporter. Really enjoyed going to Yeovil towards the last game of the season, despite yeah. relegation. And I think I'm just going to go to a few matches at Yeovil next year. Oh um, yeah, I'm I'm going to a few next year. Are you? Yeah, because they're playing my team. Oh, really? Oh, you're going to come to that, are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going down so if there. If we to go watch. together, okay, we, 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 we go to Hewish Park together, are you going to sit in the away or home end? At, at oh, Hewish I'm in the Park? away end. I'm in the away end. No oh. doubt about it. Is that's Karen my, coming that, too? That's my hometown team, Chippenham Town. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, you can't, you can't. I used to write the programme for him. Oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. So uh, it's like, yeah. I've got, I've got a lot of, investment with Chipman Town. I know what your tactics were. You know, you imagine a bar and you've got 11 pints of beer. You've yeah. got 11 pints of beer at the front of the bar, nearing your lips. You don't do formation. You just do 11. That's yeah. it. There's no th- fourth, four, two or anything. You've got 11 pints of beer laid up. And that's your four playing tactics. Isn't so it? whenever that one is, I'm booking that day off of work. Are you really? To go yes. to it, no matter what, yeah. So I'm, if if I end up going to that game, we're not going to be together. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I, I watched them play down at Yeovil years ago in the FA Cup. Uh, this is when, yeah, um, this was before Yeovil even got in the football league, and it was still a big tie for us to go up there and play up there in the FA Cup. And uh, we took a lot of fans up there, lost four 0 but it was a great experience going up there to see him play up up at Yeovil. They're a big side and um you know you think as well that it's going to be lots of local derbies there they've got Taunton playing there western supermare uh weymouth coming up oh, that though that that'll be a big police presence for that one um I, i'm worried that we're losing our audience on the yeah. just recalling podcast um, <laughs> i'm not sure how many of our loyal listeners are into football as much as you i'm not into it very much as you know yeah not well, only when we're doing badly. Shall we? Shall we move it on? Do you think? Right, let's, I think let's, yeah. Let's let, 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 let's keep let, the show cranked let's, up. Let's crack on anyway. Um, yeah. If you fast forward five minutes and come to this point now, this is Daffodils by Lost Trades. When a storm is brewing over my horizon, and the wind comes howling at my Cause it's you, my amigo Just by walking in you brighten every room A remedy for all my woes You bring the sunshine like the daffodils in bloom When the first thing that I think of in the morning Is the thing that kept me Trouble comes 
So here's to you, you, you my amigo. There's no measure to the happiness you bring. A remedy for all my woes. You bring the sunshine like the daffodils in spring.
had me a plan to play guitar in a rock and roll band. That's uh, Wahoo by Dry White Bones. Um, yeah, before I'm, I'm... you step in, I just want to thought we'd throw this one in there. Yeah. So, uh, Lost, you, you've just heard Lost Trades, and uh, congratulations to Phil Cooper, who got married the other week, last oh, week. Did he? Yeah, awesome. yeah. He's on a honeymoon in a hot place, beginning with M, and it's not Manchester. Mali. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So we wish you every happiness, Phil. And I've forgotten you've we've never met your 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 lovely partner. Uh apparently James is left from the Lost Trades doing social media. They've left him in charge. They're a three-piece kind of Americana folk group. Really, yeah. really lovely band. We love featuring them on Glaston Recording Podcast. And James, who's doing the social media, has really promised to not behave. So if you do follow Lost Trades, <laughs> look out for the social media. It is bonkers. And when Phil gets back, he's a very naughty boy, that James is. Oh, dear. Congratulations to Phil and his lovely wife. Yeah, congratulations to him. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm... At the moment, I'm reading um, a book on working men's clubs uh, by Phil Brown, who writes the sort of beer books um, that I've read and that. Quite interesting. Um, Did you ever sort of, when you were younger, venture into working men's clubs? Was it part of your society? The only working man's club I ever went to as a kid was in my, my dad's factory. All men. Oh. Having a bit of a banter as they're knocking up their a chest of drawers and bookcases and things they made, sort of working class furniture. And it felt like a working man's club, not a real thing, but there was an amazing atmosphere in there. So back to the true spirit of your question. No, no, no. Oh, we, we Yeah, we used to go in the one near us now and again. And it's like, I don't know, it's mixed sexes and stuff like that in there. It wasn't like, it isn't meant to be full of men there's all sorts of things on and events on i think the recent thing in them now is um a lot of people go in there for karaoke and that as well so this um which isn't my favorite thing but um now back in it was good for skittles and pool and um you know it's a it's they they were in the past quite a societal thing you know where um originally they were set up 
in the 1850s, 60s. Um, and they, you know, when they were originally set up, they didn't even uh, involve drinking. Uh, they were set up uh, for the better, you know, to try and better uh, working class people. So it's places for them to go, to have books, to read. Um, they, uh, a lot of wealthy people used to put money into them so they could, you know, pe people could go and get educated. And it grew from there. And then people took ownership of them. And it developed into, um, you know, like the good old days when you used to have in entertainment and that in the past. Well, they used to put big halls on these clubs so and uh, have variety acts. So it was this, the start of the variety scene because um, when people used to go out to the theatre or opera or musical, it was like one line of entertainment. So it was basically how variety started in the past. So it was more, you know, couples going and people going to the club in the past. And a lot of things, it's a lot of things have developed from the working clubs and that in the past. In it's from the early 1900s, 1800s, um, and some of the suffragette movement started from there as well. So, yes, yeah, they've got quite a lot of history. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I must admit I'm not really ever been into one, and yet yeah. I have a kind of a, a, a two thing. I'm I'm certainly aware of the history of it and the fact yeah. that it, it it brought sort of uh, as Pulp would say the common people us together yeah. uh, in a in a place. Um, I just I must admit my contemporary vocabulary struggles a little bit with the title of Yes, Word I know, Man. yeah, yeah, and I do struggle with that a bit. Having said that, that's what a pub was. Um, I yeah. remember when I was growing up, not going into many pubs because we I used to go up with my mum and dad to, you know, occasionally we'd go on a Sunday for some lunch, but we wouldn't go to that traditional pub. And that was very much a kind of a, a male house in those days. So it yeah, has yeah. changed. And then you look at, I've learnt more about from Pilton, really, the Pilton Workingmen's Club. Uh, and obviously, because the festival is so near, it's diversified into many, many, many different things. You, you know, we were talking about when you went to the Crown the other week and to the open mic. And the Working Man's Club has the uh, Emerging Talent competition. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's moved out. So so for me, I don't know, should you be keeping old vocabulary? I think in this instance, it's not doing any harm if no, the case, no. as you mentioned, has got... Uh, entertainment a place where people can meet safely and it's welcoming to everybody yeah but it's got to be that kind of community area it, it has knows yeah. it, it is welcoming so the history of it is like unions isn't it it's really yes, important yeah. to recognize and uh, uh, the work that unions have done for all our, our rights that we have today so i've got a soft spot for it even though um your history lesson has been very useful because uh, yeah, yeah. i know nothing i don't know very much i've well, never been well, into one well yeah they, they they never thought people could um they never thought the working class person could organize themselves you know they just wanted to educate them and better them but they never thought they would use it as the way to get organized they mm. never mm. believed there would be leaders come out of it i think at one stage that um uh i was reading out of the working men's clubs because people were used to being on committees and running things um I, th I think 
the math thing, figures about there were 178 MPs that come up through working men's clubs, 178 MPs, and then sort of like all bodies of government all the way down, like councillors and people like that, because it gave people the confidence and gave people a voice. So, you know. Um, you, you know what would be amazing if you could – so. Last recording podcast goes out and it goes out most weeks and yeah. on it there's a, rec- a record of what we've been speaking about and we have to stand by that uh and then sometimes there'll be me speaking rubbish like i do every week and other times there'll be you talking sense like you do most weeks but we have a record of it and we can prove to ourselves what we've said and what we've done can you imagine about conversations in a pilton or all the working men's club across the country yeah uh, all those conversations which would have been really intelligent a lot of fun a lot of banter and yeah. a lot of planning a lot of support for each other could you imagine if you had all those conversations recorded all the ideas that would came, came yeah from- yeah it, it's kind of like a castle, isn't it, for for people just to sort of be safe because you know you're not going to get the upper class coming into these places because they'll be probably too scared to go in into there. So it was a safe space, wasn't it, for people yeah, where they could yeah. plan, scheme, love, get cross, and in a safe place. So in many ways, we need to do more celebration of it. And I've, I've, will you take me to one? Because I'm scared to go in one. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've been to we've been to Pelt and Workingmen's Club. I haven't, haven't been. No, I didn't you haven't. No, no, oh, no. Oh, we'll no. go. We'll go there and okay. Watch so maybe that maybe watch this space. Maybe sometime we'll arrange to go sometime throughout twenty twenty three. Yeah, and then I can report back because I've 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 got to lose my virginity on working men's clubs. Yep. Okay. Right. Let's play a bit of music. Uh, this is the Jamestown Brothers, and cut them down. We'll have 
Right. Uh, that's Better and Better by the Reams, who at the moment recording a new album and uh, looking forward to that coming out. Uh, some of the acts I've been playing, like the Jamestown Brothers um, and, um, oh, who else? Who else? Uh, Louis, Louis Paul. Um, uh, they're all playing at the Home Farm Fest this weekend. So I'm playing one or two acts that are playing down there. They are. Um, and I don't know if one if one of them is playing. I think Lewis Paul might be playing Clastonbury Festival as well. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think so. It's to be confirmed. Ah. I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, some of the acts down at Home Farm Festival over the weekend uh, are in brackets. Uh, ones we've got contacts with uh, from Glass Recording, Liam Mir- Mirrigan, Sam Evans, Lewis Paul, um, Craig and Alex Pridis, the Jamestown Brothers, uh, Billy in the Low Ground, John Line, he's playing as well. Um, so there's a f- few sort of people from the very close local area going down to it. So um, if you're down there and you get the chance to go, you know, that would be good. Um, also on, on Friday, Blackboard are playing the King Arthur. And the Kahunas are playing at the Art Bank um, on Friday in Shepton Mallet. On Saturday at the King Arthur, Captain Accident and the Disasters. And Sunday there is Andy Grant. Um, but, yeah, that, that's the sort of gigs on this weekend, if you want to go and watch uh, any gigs. You up to much? Well, Home Farm, yeah. Probably will yeah. be there setting up a gazebo in the traders area where – just just going light really just uh taking a few books uh if you're listening i am bringing some books to give away uh from the donations of the community at yeovil uh to the performance arts library we had a few surplus books and some of those donations will be going to home farm to give out to the public for those that are interested we've got some many music scores and things like that so there's something for everybody so we'll be i'll be handing out some books uh, so do come along and say hello. And also, I will be uh, at two o'clock on Saturday. Uh, come to the oh, I've forgotten the avant-garde stage and uh, come and see me interviewing a a former local author from Bristol, Paul Dodgson, and a former yeah. uh, Glastonbury calling um, musician. Uh, musician and former uh, scriptwriter for EastEnders, amongst other things. Good, great writer. <laughs> And I'll be in conversation with Paul about his career and how he overcame, overcame stage fright. And that'll be two o'clock on Saturday. So do join it. If you've got a ticket for Home Farm Festival, it'll obviously be free. Uh, he's a really, really interesting uh, uh, author and person. And uh, maybe, I'm not sure if he's going to do any songs. He'll probably just be talking about his book, uh, which is about overcoming stage fright. And that began at Glastonbury Calling, I think, in 2015 or 16, I think it was, when he played. Quite early on, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been seven. played the Rifleman's. Second one, I think. Yeah. So two o'clock Saturday, be there, and I'll be there on Sunday during the day as well. Yeah. When you're doing all the library stuff, do people, um, you know, if people get interested and they're not members of the library, do, do, is there ways of them getting pointed to signing up? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, um, not so much at Home Farm Festival because I've got kind of almost two festivals in two weeks yeah. and Home Farm is really much a local festival and it's got a wonderful atmosphere. It's a charity festival. Uh, maybe there next year, um, but Glastonbury Festival, yes. Um, you may well see things in, in publicity going out um, that 
we will be there with some activities. I've got a bit of music, actually. Um, uh, Rosie Smith is going to do a few songs on Thursday at Glastonbury Festival at lunchtime. That's free. We have a marquee. Uh, there as well and we're probably having people sort of pop popping in to uh we'll be talking about what libraries do we'll be acting as ambassadors of libraries for the whole country um we we won an innovation award last year for reaching out to people who may not necessarily think libraries for them but you may be pleasantly surprised there's so much more beyond books that we will be doing so you can join at the festival it's possible to do that and we will oh, be for those oh, encouraging people to consider joining us for the all our activities are usually free um, and books are obviously it's a methodical way of isn't it reading a book you borrow a book from a library you return it and the author does get a small uh, sort of a, um, uh, what's, what do you call it a profit not a profit but they get a, a royalty is a the royalty yeah yeah oh brilliant read book borrowed yeah okay right well we better call it a day then that's that's brilliant I hope, uh, what I hope kind of no day one... should we call it? We'll call it Thursday well, yeah. or Ian's day. I was just thinking, I hope no one borrows a book from you at Glassbury Festival and uh, then thinks they got to return it a year later. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way of getting a free ticket uh... <laughs> to get in. I've yeah, got no, to go and take my library book back. Uh, yes, well, um, uh, the thing to do is to take your books out on uh, on children's cards, your kids' books out. At least the children don't get any fines. It's just us. Very few fines these days. Everyone's everyone's really good at returning their stuff, so someone else can borrow it after. So we've called it a day. What kind of I, my my day? I'm going to offer you is King Sunny Day, the musician from yeah. Nigeria. What day are you going to call it? Uh, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, well, I'm feeling happy Mondays. <laughs> sunny day, sunny day. <laughs> right, well, we better do that. So who are we ending up with? Uh, we're going to end up with a bit of Sam Evans, who is playing uh, at Home Farm Fest as well. I, I hope he comes him. with his baby. I hope he's got babies doing lead, lead, lead vocals. Yeah, cool. And we'll finish up with Sam Evans and Vienna. So thanks, everyone. Yeah, thank you. And we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you very soon. Take care. been living in this van now for nearly two months We just stopped in a lay-by to make some lunch We're heading for Vienna on a cold November day We've done 2,000 miles so I'm sure we'll find our way We've got the bare necessities and so far it's been grand Woken up to frosty grass and we've woken up to sand Living in this little van has helped me realise That I don't need a million things to live a happy life There's a bed I've got a place to keep our clothes And a place to rest our head And we rescued young Delilah The kitten from the east We took her to Samoboa To find a family Home 
Life's not always simple No, it's not always a breeze But not having a rent to pay Helps me feel at ease Well, it might not last forever But it's working for me now So I'm driving to Vienna Underneath the clouds Oh, and yes, it might be colder than a normal house And I'll admit that we were woken to the squeak of a mouse But the best thing of all is stepping out the door To a brand new destination Who could ask for any more? It's where we are